Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction. In exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Casey Were Alien. He called this one My Jolly Sailor Cold. Please allow me to tell you his tale. Having a partner in the military is always hard, especially when you aren't married. You never know where they will end up next when they will get a call and have to go. You do short-term leases so you can go from base to base alongside them since you can't live in military housing. You don't get to know exactly where they are because of operations security. And you can go weeks without talking. I've been with my boyfriend for years. We were high school sweethearts and have always planned on being together. We grew up poor. There were days we pulled our change together to get vending machine snacks and shared them knowing it would be our only meal of the day. We didn't have much, but we always swore we would make it somehow. It never mattered to either of us what we had or what we didn't, as long as we had each other. We would talk for hours about what life would be like when we finally made it. A stable home, a full fridge, we even talked about the pets we would have and what our dream house would look like. The recruiters aren't sly in their tactics. They encourage everyone to take the ASVAB to find out what their strengths are for career ideas. They watch the lunchroom, looking for kids who have it rough and want an escape. That's how they got my boyfriend. They promised him he could make a life for us. They talked about housing and food allowances, even uniform allowances. They sold him on the idea of the GI. Bill, free schooling, and low-cost medical. Things we never could have dreamed of on our own. It only took a few weeks of talking to him for him to decide the Navy would be our saving grace. I don't know if he realized I would have been homeless in a heartbeat if it meant we were together. Two weeks after our high school graduation, he went to military entrance processing stations for the last time. He was on a plane to boot camp before long and my waiting started. He was allowed one phone call when he got to boot camp and he chose to call me. Even with all the stress and chaos, he was the one reassuring me promising me this was for us. It was another week or two before I finally got a letter with his address. It was an official letter, nothing personal, but it meant he made it through processing days. I wrote to him every day. I told him about what was happening in town, how much I missed him, and I sent newspaper clippings and song lyrics I thought he would like. When his division did good, I would get phone calls on the weekends. If they did poorly, I wouldn't get phone calls for weeks. He would write to me and tell me about all sorts of things. From how they rolled their socks, to how the line handling went, and even when he qualified as a sharpshooter on a handgun. He told me he wasn't supposed to write letters any day but Sunday when they had free time. But he'd hide his papers and pens under his pillow after lights out so he could write to me. 
He said he got caught once and the whole division got punished for it, but he didn't care. He was going to keep riding. I worked that whole summer. I had one job at a fast food place during the day and I worked stocking shelves overnight so I would be ready when the call came. I lived for his calls and letters and the day I got the call that he passed battle stations I couldn't have been more thrilled. It wasn't long after that we got the letter about his boot camp graduation. I had managed to save enough money that I could fly out to Great Lakes and rent a hotel room. He only had a few hours after graduation before he had to board a plane for his school. We spent them in the hotel room, just holding each other and promising each other the world. We were together again and even though we had to part ways we knew it wouldn't be long before we could hold each other once more. Our plan to be together never changed. It just seemed to evolve. It didn't take long to realize that the recruiters lied about how easy life would be for us. A school and sea school were much easier to handle than boot camp. He could call and video chat. He even got to come home on leave for the holidays. I kept working and saving. When he got to his first duty station, we looked at apartments for me. I was able to transfer both my jobs to the same city as his base. And within a few weeks, I was on a plane out there. Whenever he had liberty, he was with me. His chain of command kept telling him to wait until after his first deployment to get married. So we did. He gave me a promise ring and I waited for him to come back to me again. I wrote to him every day when he was on the ship. He called me at every liberty port. And our love never wavered. It's been a few years since we graduated high school now. His deployment ended and he came back to me. He was different, more stoic, maybe a little more high-strung. He never really told me what all happened on deployment, but then again with operations security and communications security he couldn't. I did my best to understand the unspoken burden he carried, and we grew as a couple. A few weeks after he came home, he gave me an engagement ring. I know it's not hard to imagine, but I said yes. Usually, you have so long between deployments. But a few months ago, he came to my little apartment and told me something had happened and he was deploying again. He said it was the needs of the Navy. I was sad, but he promised to talk to me every chance he got. He said once he was back, we'd get married, then we could live together, and with this extra deployment, he'd be home for a long time. He promised that no matter what happened, he'd always find his way home to me. I was writing him letters every day again. I was even cutting things out of bridal magazines to send with his letters, so we can plan as best as we can. He was calling and writing to me every chance he got. Letters to the ship don't get delivered every day. So I'm sure he was getting flooded with my silly little notes when it was delivered. I was marking the days on the calendar off as his anticipated return date grew closer. You could imagine my shock yesterday when someone knocked at my door and I opened it to find him standing there. He was in his dress blues. His smile lit up my dull apartment and he hugged me as he cried. He explained that while he couldn't talk about it, his deployment ended much sooner than anticipated. He had submitted a leave chit as soon as he was back and that for now, we had all the time in the world to be together. We spent all last night and this morning just enjoying each other. We laughed, we cried and we slept in each other's arms for the first time in ages. He's in the shower now. I was a little more than surprised to have someone knock at my door a few moments ago. It was one of his buddies from the base. His face was torn stained and he was in his dress uniform. He apologized and asked to come in. Confused, I led him to the couch in my living room and he told me to sit down. 
He put his head in his hands and shuddered before he began to speak. He started by saying that when we weren't married, I couldn't officially receive a Red Cross notification. Three days ago, my boyfriend's ship had a man overboard, after a muster. They identified my boyfriend as the missing sailor. Last night, they found his body in the ocean and that he was dead. He couldn't tell me much. He didn't know much, but he couldn't leave me not knowing. I started screaming, telling him it wasn't funny, that my boyfriend was in the shower now. He looked at me stunned and assured me he'd never joke like that. He asked me about our night and before I could even finish explaining, he ran into the bathroom. As soon as his hand touched the doorknob, the shower cut off. We ran in and all that was in the shower was a pile of sand and my boyfriend's name taped from his Navy working uniforms. A man from the base is sitting on my couch white as a sheet with the name tape in his hand. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He keeps mumbling that it's impossible. Everything keeps replaying in my head. Nothing makes sense. My boyfriend was there. I touched him. I kissed him. But he didn't have any of his bags. There was no sea bag. No one else from the ship is back according to their social media. But if my boyfriend is really dead, then who was that in my shower? Who held me all night? His parents are calling me now, and I don't know if I'm brave enough to answer the phone. I feel like I don't know anything anymore. I guess he really did keep his promise. He found a way back to me. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day.